What's going on, friends? This is Ro from the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. You're tuned in to the Coruscant Radio Underground. May the Force be with you. Connection Greetings, Star Wars fans, and welcome to another episode of Coruscant Radio Underground, a podcast presented by thesciencefictionary.com. Tonight, I've got Marisha. Hello. And we've got two special guests tonight. We've got Scotty. Hey, what's up? And Jerry. How's it going, guys? Yeah, what's going on, guys? How how have y'all been doing? I can't oh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah we're pretty awesome. good, I guess you could say. Cool. <laughs> well, well one of one of the things that we kind of do every week when we start an episode, you know, if y'all listen to a few, one of the things that we usually do to kind of get us rolling is Maybe talk about something, maybe not Star Wars, and sometimes it makes it into the show and sometimes it doesn't. Is there anything that, like, really, because I don't know what your fandoms are outside of Star Wars, like, is there anything going on that you're really excited about right now? Oh, my gosh. I've started binging Stranger Things again in preparation Ooh, for season three. Yes. Are you guys into that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, my gosh. It's probably my, my favorite television show ever. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't. I don't, I don't know. It's just oh, uh, it's great. words. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, I just love the Spielbergian, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. Spielbergian like yes. influence and the. Yes. It feels like I was telling someone on Twitter the other day. Like they were like, "Oh, I've never really watched it before. I always wanted to." I was like, "Dude, it's like if if uh, Stephen King watched Aliens and uh, <laughs> and ET and The Goonies and decided to put them in a blender that Steven Spielberg owned. Right. It was, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, anyway. that's excellent. Yeah, a little, little H.P. Lovecraft. and oh, I mean, it's... oh, yeah. A lot of Cthulhu love. And, or Cthulhu, excuse me. Sorry, Dark Lord. Um, <laughs> anyway. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm kind of we're kind of in a dead zone right now with stuff we're watching. I mean, oh, okay. Agents of Shields back, and I mean, oh it, yeah, yeah, I'm uh you know getting back into that one. I really kind of hope it works out. I, it was one of my favorite shows for a while, and you know now it's kind of in flux. I know it's been greenlit for another episode, another season, but I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. And yeah, of course, Has what's really? been what's been my favorite show for the last couple of years was uh, Into the Badlands. I don't know if y'all have checked that out at all. Yeah, not much going on. I've been working like a ton. I sew, and they're filming a movie in town right oh, now. Wow. So I've spent, like, all of my time sitting behind a sewing machine. So I've just been binge-watching, like, random stuff that I've seen before. I watched, like, six episodes of Star Wars in two days <laughs> last <Nice>. week. <laughs> That's the way to do it, though. Let's be real. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, what other excuse do you have to watch, you know, 30 consecutive hours of TV, which I did the weekend before <laughs> last, you know? Exactly. Because I'm working, yeah. right? Yeah. You're doing your thing. I mean, you're not, you know, it's not like you're just sitting there watching Right, it. exactly. Exactly. Stuff done. I've been working a, a summer camp. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a senior counselor. But what, how I've man. been spending my, uh, my, my summer is I've watched the uh, every, like, you know, 45 minutes of, like, beginning 45 minutes of every kid's movie you've ever seen. Because then the next... <laughs> thing happened right so i can tell you what happened to the beginning of penguins i can tell you the beginning of uh of uh despicable me i mean you name it i can tell you the whole first 45 minutes and that's it that's oh, yeah, that's, amazing that, nothing else that's how i spent my summer <laughs> that's pretty great 
Perfect. All right. Well, uh, I guess just jumping right off here. I mean, we had, I didn't really think there was any news. And of course, there's not a lot to talk about about it, but I've been waiting for them. Everybody's been just waiting for them to drop this celebration announcement. And uh, it kind of came out of nowhere today. And it pretty much much fell right where I expected it to. I kind of started thinking with D23 happening this year and not next year that maybe they would drop it in that spot. And that's pretty much what they did. That's a good thing. I actually didn't think about it that way. I was hoping more towards like the very like middle of summer, like June or July. Yeah, I would just because kids would be off. Yeah, for me definitely. You know, mm. kids would be off and everything, but like this August time actually is pretty good too. It's not bad, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I was excited. What about what do you think, Jerry? Did you like it? Oh my gosh. Well, I. <laughs> Funny thing, you know, I've been like I I I drove from Michigan to Arkansas today, and so oh I get all the way back. You know, I get to Arkansas. You know, we're kind of helping decorate for my sister's wedding. We get back to their house because I'm like, well, I've, I got this thing. I got to do it, and uh, I'm doing some research for it. And I see, oh, breaking news! That was like, dropped like six hours ago. What's that? And I was I was like, holy cow! <laughs> of course they would drop the celebration news the day I'm not on Twitter. Right, so, we are driving. Exactly. Of course, <laughs> exactly. So it, it was just kind of like a I had a revelation uh, whenever it happened. So that was pretty great. Nice. <laughs> but nice. I, I I don't know I I, I kind of dig it because for one thing it gives me a little extra time to save up <laughs> for it. Right. right. Amen because to that. Because I still oh my gosh I'm still recovering from the last one and this was this was actually my first one this last year so or this this year. Yeah. So how um, did you like it? Oh my gosh it was uh what, what did I say uh the other day Scott it was like a summer camp with star wars and snow exactly that was <laughs> yeah. exactly how you described but, it but it, but even better it was like the mm-hmm. star wars mecca i i've never met so many people who were exactly the same like me as with star wars mm-hmm. yes. as, as at that place too yes uh, and of course that's where me and scott or scotty met okay so we, uh so I yeah. proposed to him. Yes, yes. <laughs> Perfect. This, this, this is our this is our love story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't go to this past celebration, but we went to Orlando, and I mean, we've been to a lot of cons over the one. years, but it was that's I mean, of all the ones I've ever been to, hands down, the coolest. It was incredible. The coolest Orlando con. Yeah. was awesome. Well, it's mm-hmm. like most of the cons, even the really big cons we go to, like Dragon Con out in Atlanta. I mean, they're huge, but you can kind of you kind of get there, you settle in, and you go, okay, I want to go do that. But when you go to Celebration, you kind of walk in there, and you look around and go, I don't know what to do first. I want to do all the things. <laughs> all I want to live here is all I thought. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Can we just, we just do this here. indefinitely? It also oh, felt like Star Wars Twitter in real life. It's just, I know I've said that yep. before. It's just like so, it's just like I met so many people that I'm like following online and talking to. Mm-hmm. It was just, it's surreal. Right. And that's really a cool. weird social experiment. Yeah. One night um, I had the opportunity to like go out to eat and I, and I bought dinner for the Resistance Broadcast people and Star Wars Explained and all them. Mm-hmm. And we just got to talking and I was like, it's so weird to, to really, you know, get to hang out with y'all rather than yeah. just communicate with you over social media yeah and then the best part is the next day i mean they're handing out stickers people are taking pictures with them i mean and i'm sure if y'all came to celebration it'd be the same exact thing for anaheim you know and and it's just hopefully the same with jerry and i maybe whenever we kick kick this thing off it's yeah. just i love that how much how supportive it is because here yes. we are on yes. this time where where a lot of it is negative from what we yes. see yes mm-hmm. then you get to this and it's not uh, like right. 
at all. Yes. It's such a vocal minority mm -hmm. that is yeah. the, the loud detractors. It yes. really is. You, you go there and you feel that you, you could just feel the love. It was palpable. Um, yeah. And that you could use it as a Palpatine, uh, you know, joke <laughs> Definitely. if you want to. But, yeah. No, and I'm with you. It's like, I felt like. You know, kind of being a Star Wars fan on the internet can kind of just be a depressing place to be because there's totally. so much negativity. But yeah, mm -hmm. Celebration, it was like all of that was just sort of didn't exist. It, you know, it's like everybody who was there might not love everything that Star Wars is doing right now, but there was a lot less of that the love-hate kind of Star Wars relationship than you see exactly. a lot of other places. Well, you know, one thing I noticed, too, was, you know, most of the, the conversations that didn't go well so well for me all over social media were ones about uh, The Last Jedi, mm -hmm. which, you know, I per personally, I, I loved it. It was one of my favorites. But, yeah. you know, I, I never like had any hard feelings against anyone who didn't like it. I understood, you know, I wanted to have a conversation, but you couldn't right. have that online where I met people. Yes. The first people I met at Celebration actually didn't really care for it. Yeah, and we had a conversation like adults, right. and just we're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, I also like this How cool thing over here. How novel is that? That isn't it crazy? A conversation like along? adults? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I think a lot of that online is just is one everybody's like already kind of geared up, like they're being attacked, right? And and it's just I, I don't know, and it's so easy to misread people. Yeah, in you know a text that's only true. conversation. You can't read intention at all no, um, you, in, a, you miss, in a message or a tweet. I'm finding some way to go to this celebration. I'm not. Andrew's going to, if he has to leave me and all the kids here. Yeah, we kind of already worked <laughs> on that. Where uh, just for the sake of the podcast, I'm going. Totally. But yeah, I'm hoping everybody can come along with me. It's uh, it's always a little more fun that way. Oh, yeah. And, and hopefully, I really do think, now this is just me getting my hopes up, and I'm sure getting your hopes up now, I would really hope that since it's going to be in Anaheim, maybe if we have our badges, there would be like a discounted evening event at Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what I mean? Be great. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> and that would, for me, be really the incentive to go. Like, I'm going to buy my tickets if I don't, you know, whatever. If I don't end up going all four days, I'll mm -hmm. probably go three days. But if they're like, hey... One of those nights, you and whoever you came with can 100% go for a discounted price. That that or, or stay late, whatever. That would be oh, top yeah. tier. That would Just be amazing. Star Wars fans. I mean, I really hope they do something like that. But then again, I don't need to hope for that because yeah. right. I'll well, get released. <laughs> it, it's almost like it seems like it would almost be a given because the, it, uh, from what we've heard, uh, from what I've heard, the Anaheim Convention Center and Disneyland are like right next door to each hmm. other, aren't they? I think they're pretty uh, that's, close. That's what um what uh Sean uh, uh Sabri uh shout out to our our friend uh Safari at Safari Ben. Uh he is from there and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's like my home turf and you know, it's basically in the backyard." So Oh, that's crazy. It would be it would be pretty like it would That'd be, be ideal. It would be a missed opportunity almost. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not not to bring that up. Hashtag missed opportunities. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, them's fighting words. <laughs> I know. I got to be careful. <laughs> and that was the last time Jerry was on the podcast. Right. <laughs> um, you know, we went to Disney World in Orlando the week before Celebration. And honestly, that's one reason I'm kind of glad that they're doing it when they're doing it. Because people who decide to do Disney World and Celebration, or Disneyland, I guess, and Celebration, maybe it won't be quite as slammed because... True. It was horrible. Disney World was, I mean, so packed out. It was spring break for a lot of places. And so it was really uh, 
Disney World, uh, pretty, I think pretty much everyone had the same idea that we did. They're like, ooh, we'll go to Disney World and Celebration. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. There were a lot, yeah. of, like, lot of 501 shirts mm -hmm. walking around Disney that week. And also, if you really think about it, it being August, the end of August, like, I don't know how many people will be going to Disney at that time, too. Right. You know, California Disney. Mm -hmm. Disney World's always ridiculous. But but Disneyland, <laughs> I mean, those those places will probably be starting school around that same time as right. well, if, if I'm not mistaken. So I really think it's going to be somehow Galaxy's Edge oriented. I really do believe I, I, It's the only thing that makes sense to me why they're doing it two years in a row and why they're doing it yeah. in Anaheim. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're right. Because, I mean, it was either that or go back to Orlando because I, there really wasn't a, another reason that I'm aware of to have it this two same. years in a row other than trying to get it on a two and every other year schedule to match up with the next three movies. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm also looking forward to the off years going to Avatar Celebration. No. So. <laughs> And then, then going to the Avatar land in Animal Kingdom. So there we go. <laughs> it works out. It balances out. Uh, it's poetry. It rhymes, right? Uh, yeah, right. No, but, you know, if it, you say Orlando and, man, dreams, if dreams could come true, they would have another one in Orlando and we would be able to all stay in that uh, Star Wars-themed hotel. Right. Oh, that would building. be amazing. Um, yes. And, and not go to night. celebration for three days <laughs> because <laughs> we're we're doing a like we're we're doing like a a, a reenactment go go away. <laughs> oh, that's, that's probably great. why they're not going to though. Why are there not Star Wars reenactments? I mean, there are Civil War reenactments, there are eighteen twelve yeah. reenactments. I know because I yeah. used to do these things back in the day. Exactly. Well, it's something that we all need to start, right? Yes. We just have to like end up. I, the, the only problem is we all live at different, in different parts of the country, so. But you know, people drive. We just all meet in the people middle. People yeah, drive exactly. All, I mean, what's the middle? The middle. <laughs> we have a big it's, Star uh, Wars. We'll have a Star Wars. Yes. Exactly. We'll all move to Arizona and form one of those uh, fancy communes they got there. <laughs> with you know, no, none of those odd people that do that same thing. You know what? We'll, right. we'll, we'll do. Perfect. I'm sorry. Give us just a second. We're uh. No being, worries. Being overrun by by a youngling. I'm surprised that that my Padawan is she. It's only sheer exhaustion. That's the only reason she's like still out. She didn't even want us to read her a story, which is unheard of. She went, "Those are yucky. Those are." I was like, "What does that even mean?" And I was I was uh, upset because it was a Star Wars book. <laughs> Broke my, you were like, but I wanted to really read it. Yeah, but we got to find out what happens to Han and Luke and Leia. Right. Because I don't already know. I haven't watched it like 500 times already. Right. Yeah, I love it whenever, you know, my kids are watching Star Wars. They're like, wait, pause. I got to go to the bathroom. It's like, what? You don't know what happens next? You missed that part the first 700 times you watched it? Right. See, that's funny, but I am all I'm I'm the same way <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love this part. I don't want it to mit my eyeballs to miss that. Right. <laughs> I may or I may not do that with solo, too. Y yeah. Like, I'll, I'll come in and my kids will be and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to go back and I want to watch that duel rewind. It. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like, wait, wait, that's I missed awful. my favorite obscure part. Go right. Back, back. <laughs> that's you know, and funny. Jerry says that it, it that's the one thing about like prequel memes that have like, honestly, honestly and made the prequels even though i love them made them even better because now i'll mouth it and i'm like you know a surprise to be sure but a welcome one and every time i laugh because it's such a strange that phrase within itself is so bizarre yeah. no one in, yeah. no one in the world would ever say that if someone's like hey what, what and, and yeah surprise to be sure but a welcome one right. it's just so odd 
Okay. You know that's the coolest line ever, Scotty. Come on. That, that's, a, yep. that's a topic for one time, love. What is your favorite obscure Star Wars moment? Not yeah. like, you know, the Death Star oh, blows up, but like what? Yeah, we'll do that one day. Oh, oh that's a good question. <laughs> I'm going to have to ponder on this one for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to take a minute before we go any further and let y'all, uh, y'all are getting ready to release your first episode of your new podcast. Yay. Wanted to give y'all a minute to tell everybody about your podcast. What's it called? You know, what, you know, if y'all got any specific kind of focus you're going for on your show. Give oh, us okay. the uh, Yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll give Jerry the, uh, the, the, the mic, I guess you can say, because oh, okay. we were discussing him and I were bouncing ideas off of each other. And we kind of came to a conclusion that, that I was like, you know what, that's actually super clever. So, so, Jerry, I guess inform them how we got to the, the name we have. <laughs> well, I, I guess maybe I should start off with the name. Um, the, the name, we, we call ourselves The Bombad Cast. And if you don't get that reference, then why are you even listening to this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Because, it, I mean... Go watch Star on, Wars. <laughs> go, go watch the prequels. Yes. <laughs> Specifically Phantom Menace. And yeah, anyway. And you will um, get it. So, of course, and you know, apparently there's not very many Jar Jar themed uh, podcasts out there, ah. at, least with, at least names, um, which was very sh- odd for me to find out. Um, Shocking. Now, we, we, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> there's not a big market for, for many podcasters, I suppose. But, uh, you know, I, I thought we want to spread a message of positivity and, and that this is a very inclusive uh, space that we want to create. Yeah. And so why not? Make the name something that that you know some younger fans might might find uh, hilarious and and endearing, and, and even some older fans. But you know some other people might find it uh, maybe a little annoying and not for them. But but still to to show that uh, you know we're a place where you can come and just kind of let loose, just just let loose, yeah. and you know and just love Star Wars. You know all this kind of hippie stuff. Uh, it's what we're really, what we're really He's into. He's loving Star Wars. Uh, exactly. It's true. it's true. Now, now, you know, not every episode is about Jar Jar and we haven't really done a Jar Jar episode <laughs> yet. So, um, it's, it, yeah, it's just kind of that whole idea of, you know what we, we love e- even the parts that are like crazy and weird. That's why we love Star Wars exactly. because it, it's a big, crazy, weird space saga with, with space mm-hmm. wizards mm-hmm. and Wishy laser swords, excuse me, lightsabers. And um, uh, sorry, <laughs> lost my Star Wars card for a minute there. Um, then uh, it, it's why not just get together and, and and love this thing that is so weird and wacky and and also deep mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. philosophical at the same time. Mm-hmm. What else in the world is like Star Wars? You know. Yeah. And, and um, now, now I'm now I'm just going on and on. So go ahead, Scott. <laughs> no, no. I so like Jerry when we met in celebration, we kind of hit it off real quick. I mean, uh, funny enough, like uh, my girlfriend was with me, so I already kind of had like a partner to be with. But then Jerry tagged along, and at no point he he felt the need to include my girlfriend and everything, which is wonderful. I'm so thankful <laughs> for him for that. And like he just, I don't know, I, I had had this wonderful man approach me, and we ended up hanging out the entire weekend. <laughs> oh. I think the only day we didn't see each other was Saturday, but every day after that, we just, yes, yeah. every, everything we went out to eat, it was, it really was wonderful, but was such that's a awesome, you know, and, and there's very few people you meet nowadays that when you hit it off, you're like, you know what? I really hope this stays the same. And mm-hmm. every phone call, every text has always been really positive and energetic. And I thought what, who, 
you know, there's no one better. And, and I've got friends that I really want to feature on this show because I want them to be a part of it just as much as yes. Jerry is too, because this is kind of our little, our, I guess our, our product, our content. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to be real honest with you. Oh, look, I'm going to be real here. I'm going to be real. The biggest, like the, the goal we're trying to aspire to is to get Ahmed best on this thing. So we're going to build Ooh. to that. Maybe, maybe two years, maybe a year, heck, maybe six months. I don't know. But if we can get Ahmed best to like somehow Skype in and make it happen, that would be that would be awesome. Serious. Because and I, I did my research. There's a lot of Jar Jar based Twitter pages, hmm. um, uh, Facebook groups, whatever. But I really could not find like a Jar Jar podcast, like truly. So I thought, what a nice niche. And 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 Jerry came up with it, and it's just this is gonna work. So yeah, we're all about positivity, and I'm really excited to be involved with something Star Wars related. Finally, I've kind of put it off, but you know it's. He kind of was the pushing, and we jumped off the uh, the ledge, and we're gonna hopefully land. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and and just if I may, I may add, come on, Ahmed. I mean, you're our namesake, man. Exactly. We love you. We do love you. I saw you on the Star Wars show live stage. Anyway, yes. okay, I'll, st- I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Woo. I'm I'm excited for y'all. I'm excited to to see what y'all put out and. Uh, Jerry, kind of going back to what you were saying about, you know, Star Wars, you know, the, the things in Star Wars that are a little bit silly. And I don't know if y'all are familiar with the Blast Points podcast. Yes, I, I love them. I really Sorry. consider Blast Points to kind of be one of the gold standards of Star Wars <sighs> podcasts. And one of their kind of recurring things that they really hit on a lot is Star Wars is often at its best when it's a little bit silly. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it's true. That totally I'm not going to lie. I, I, the day that I came up with the Bombay cast was the day I listened to their Jar Jar Binks episode. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, was, I was so inspired. I've, I've told yeah, uh, Scott, I don't know if you've listened to them yet, but oh my gosh, if you have not listened to Blast Points, shout out to them because they are, ooh. They are in my next list. I got, I got Jerry. Jerry got me a list now. Uh-huh. Jerry, Jerry got me set up with a list. That's a real friend. And I was like, Here's all the Star Wars podcasts I listen to that you should, and yes. here's all the paranormal and different other kind of podcasts <laughs> that I listen to that you should as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm that kind of weird. So. That's awesome. Sweet. Hey, we all get out to be some kind of weird, and you know, if you're like me, then you're about a half a dozen different kinds. So, awesome. <laughs> that only makes it's like if Star Wars isn't weird, then it's not as good. If we're not as weird as we are, then we're not that good, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, maybe exactly. that's maybe my that's story, nice. and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, yeah, sure. I can bullcrap my way through just about anything. So let's let's just go on. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry. We actually recorded an episode, um, I guess, two weeks, almost two weeks ago now, with another new podcast, uh, the Scarif Podcast, uh, Scarif oh, Scuttlebutt, yeah. and we did a we did an episode. We did a crossover, kind of like an old school comic book crossover, where the first half of the episodes on their end, and the second half was on ours, and. Ooh, that's uh, nice. And that was a lot of fun uh, doing that. But so we're a little behind. So one of the things we wanted to talk about tonight was were those Vanity Fair photos. Cool. And the article oh. that's out now. Yeah. Yes. Have, what did y'all think just in general? What were y'all's thoughts on those 
on those photos? Was there like, I, did I, you have a favorite shot or? Well, I think my thoughts on, on the entire thing, I think I just posted that gif of, uh, of the guy from Tim and Eric's awesome show. Great job <laughs> doing the mind blown with fireworks and whatever, <laughs> because it was just so much information right. from JJ yeah. Abrams, which I know they usually give quite a bit of info through those things, but it just was a surprising amount. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if I had to pick my favorite shot, it's honestly probably Kylo and Ray on what I believe to be the the remains of Death Star 2. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, that's a great just, shot. Yeah. It's such a great shot and it's kind of like for everyone who didn't really you know, I know one of the criticisms of TLJ was, you know, there wasn't a, an actual lightsaber duel, which you know, I I missed as well, but it, it kind of seemed like, "Hey, look, here it is." Yeah. We're, we've got something cool coming mm-hmm. and I'm just I, I'm all in for it. It, it looks amazing in the it rain does. or, or mm-hmm. crashing stormy waves, whatever. Right. That's like something I've, we've never seen in Star Wars before. Yes. Something inhospitable and that's, wet. Yes. <laughs> that's a really yes. cool shot. The only thing about it, like, do you feel like there's something they've removed from that image? Y- you know, possibly. I, possibly. I, I don't. I don't consider myself quite as much of an expert in that. I guess, but um, yeah, Mister Photography we, Degree over here is analyzing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I have a photography degree, and I can't help it. <laughs> you know, people talk about their weird positions and stuff, and they talk about you know my my wife's a photographer, so that's as far as I go. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Is there maybe a certain dark lord uh, that we're we're not supposed to see yet? Right. Um, uh, possibly or. Um, well, I, I don't know. Well, I kind of wondered if it was that or, you know, as I looked at it, because the positions they're in are not necessarily synced up. And right. maybe that's the problem is that they're actually at two, two different moments, a few seconds apart so that we don't okay. actually see so that we get a good clean shot of both of them without, mm-hmm. you know, the fight being in the way, more or less. It's I, basically just a choreographed pose as opposed to right. actually the fight. So I don't know, Definitely. but, right. you know, of course, poses can be off. I mean, you don't know what kind of, I mean, with the force, I mean, there's unseen things right. possibly happening to you. Right. So. Well, it's, it, you know, maybe they're doing one of those uh, lightsaber twirls like Anakin and Obi-Wan <laughs> and Revenge of the Sith just yes. for just for kicks, just, just to look cool. It's, right. it's not for any, any specific blocking purpose. But or, it looks any, cool. It looks yeah. freaking awesome. It just looks cool. Um. <laughs> I would say, and now I can actually use this prequel quote. I was just dogging it. Now I'm like, wait a minute, I could use this. Those Vanity Fair pictures were a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. Uh, <laughs> see what you uh-huh. <laughs> So, I mean, how I feel about it was like the, there was so many that really, you know, of course, uh, I guess enticed some sort of feeling, like some sort of giddiness in me. But there mm-hmm. was one in particular that I was like, what could that mean now? I mean, people have broken it down and says, you know, these are just promo shots. These are not shots from the movie. Right. And there was that one of R2 and Luke that was yep. incredible yeah. with the fire oh, that behind That was beautiful. Them. Oh, uh-huh. And, you know, there's no blue around Luke. I mean, there's just a lot to, like, really speculate on. But mm-hmm. at the same time, there was a there was a shot of Gwendolyn Christie with, with the helmet off for, for, you know, eight. And it wasn't – that that never came to fruition. Right. So, like, right. there's just – there's just so much I love to, to analyze and look at, too. But if you do it too much, then I feel like, you know, to a certain extent, you're like, oh, well, my, you know, my my expectations got a little too far. But right. they were incredible. They were incredible yeah. images. 
Yeah, I mean, Annie Leibovitz is an incredible photographer, and I mean, she did some really amazing stuff here. I'm kind of looking at them here now. My favorite shot, of course, is I love the shot of Lando, Chewie, and Poe in the cockpit of the Falcon. Yes, yes. They've even, you know, Poe's kind of got his Han Solo pose going on there. And, oh, so um, just, just a great shot. I mean, I'm a big, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm older than everybody else here. I'm six years older than Marisha, but how, how old are you two? Uh, I'm 32. I was born in 87. So, you know, okay. yeah, I was born I in 86. I, okay. I, uh, turned 24 on, uh, June 25th. Andrew so was, I was born in 80. <laughs> you were born in 95? Nice. No, yes. that's not possible. You're the baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's okay. I was born the day really that, or the, the day before Empire Strikes Back hit the theater. That's so. incredible. Uh, that's so <laughs> that's great. so awesome. Oh my God. So, oh, so I, I you was, know, anytime <laughs> that characters come back so for me, is, your... seeing Lando for me is just a... Yeah. It's emotional. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so glad that he agreed to come back because I know he's had yes. to work really hard to come back and do this movie. He's 82. He's 82, but I mean, he, he's, his health hasn't been real good and he yeah. hasn't been getting around very well. And yeah. of course now I get a kick at it because on his, I don't know if it's his Instagram or his Twitter where he keeps posting videos of himself working out. Yeah. 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 It's like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Don't break, it's, don't break yourself, Billy please. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But at the same time, it's like, man, he, it, you know, for this movie, he got up and, and got himself yeah. back in good shape and we might have Billy D around a little longer because of this. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. very true. Yeah. He, he is killing it right now. Yeah. Right. So um, awesome. But and he's just as cool as ever too. And that, oh, yeah. Like, that celebration where they're like, you know, how, how'd you find Lando again? He's like, Lando never left me. Right. I mean, come on. Yes. Right. I mean, he, oh. he, he is Lando. Oh, I mean, he was just that, that, um, all that stuff at celebration, that panel, he was just, I, he was the best thing on there. Cause he was just like, everybody mm. else was like, Oh, it's so cool to be here. And he was like, y'all are so lucky to have me <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick aside there talking about Lando. What did y'all think about his portrayal by uh, Lando's portrayal by Donald Glover in wow. uh, oh. Uh, oh, Solo? I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I think too. like he didn't even like try to do a, impersonation he kind of just embodied it you know yeah. it wasn't it except was, that first line course. like that first line when you walk in when Hum walks into the cantina and you hear him talking it's like oh, you could have sworn yeah. it was billy d williams and then yeah, he kind of exactly. slid into his own thing yeah and, and that was nice because it kind of it made you believe that he was the character yes. and like right. like even how he handled certain things like of course Lando's going to be in the ship while everyone's doing all the hard labor, you know, right. <laughs> or, he's, or, or recording they... his own podcast. Yes, that, that was the best. The, the so Calrissian funny. Chronicles. <laughs> exactly. And, it was and perfect. Pitch perfect. It was, it was so perfect because he, you know, and that I really do believe. And, and of course, Resistance Broadcast has made it very clear mm. that they want to make Solo 2 happen. And I'm a part. Yes. I'm 100% a part of that. Yeah. Just because I want to see Alden and, and, um, uh, childish guy, I forget his real name. Donald Glover. Donald Glover interact just more and more because they that that I guess you can say um, chemistry was just phenomenal. Yeah, it was, it was. great. And, and Donald Glover, I mean, a lot like Billy D. I mean, he just kind of embodied the role. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like he yeah. just slid right into it, and it was just like it was meant to be. Yep. But Alton mm-hmm. doesn't get enough credit for his portrayal of solo is, you know, of yeah. Han. I mean, 
you know, a lot of people are like, well, he doesn't really sound like Han, but and, and he sounds a little different. He doesn't exactly look just like Harrison Ford, but I mean, he had that the, swagger going well, on. Well, he had the swagger, but I mean, just like different move body movements and facial expressions. I mean, he, he nailed Harrison yeah, Ford in some did. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Han Solo is we we all like to think he's the coolest. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Lando is the coolest cat in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, we like to think, you know, like, oh, Han Solo is like just some awesome like pirate and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Han Solo was also a goof. Yeah. And yeah. he yep. quite he quite like he, I feel like he had both sides. Like mm-hmm. he's it, it's that that kid who is fumbling with trying to be cool. But mm-hmm. still having moments like like I love uh, I don't know if you listen to to Force Center with Joseph Scrimshaw yeah. and Ken Napsok, yeah. but uh, Joseph Scrimshaw after uh, they were doing their review of the the movie and his performance and they said he's like one of the best things that he loved like he he noticed about Alden's performance is whenever he's moving the coaxium at the end when you find out it's the real coaxium back into the thing he's got a face on it like oh crap don't blow don't blow yourself up, don't blow yourself up. I thought that was such a funny observation I can't yeah. unsee it every time now cuz he's just yeah. got the like like oh crap like yeah. <laughs> and I have a bad really... feeling about this face yes exactly there was one moment like in particular like it's whenever he's talking to um, Beckett for the first time and he goes and he goes blackmail, huh? And he gives this smirk, this like, you know, <laughs> it's the, it is the quintessential solo to me. It was just yeah. this. Per- and he kind of like nodded his head and his eyes got squinting his like cheeks. He looked like a fox for a second. Mm-hmm. And he, like this like, kind of this like such a like a jerky looking grin. And <laughs> it's just that was perfect for that character. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. perfect. Well, it's always one of. Uh... As I've watched these more and more, really, especially after Solo and kind of really taking a deep dive into who he is and realizing that he's really kind of there. There's a Mark Twain quote about um, we always hoped that if we were good enough, that God would permit us to be pirates. Mm. And I feel like I mean, that's kind of like, you know, all little boys kind of want that. And it's kind of like all little boys kind of want to be Han Solo. Yeah, but in so the true. in the movie, Han Solo is kind of the embodiment of that quote yeah, because absolutely. he's this he's deep down he's this good guy, but he just really wants to be a pirate. Han Solo just wants <laughs> yeah. to be Han Solo in the end. Yeah, you know, right. like he he like built this name up for himself, and he's trying to achieve his own personal mm-hmm. goal. You know, it's kind of odd. That's a really good way to put it. I never thought about it that way. Wow, he's Huckleberry awesome. Finn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. absolutely. Dang. Literary references all over the place. Man. Awesome. <laughs> but I mean, so many beautiful shots. Of course, the two cover photos of, of Kylo and Ray are just oh, yeah. gorgeous. Oh, um, incredible. One of the ones that actually, it's probably not my favorite image, but it is one of the ones I'm most excited about is the, um, the new aliens, the, in the desert. Oh yeah. Uh, the oh, bright yeah. Robes and because I'm, I'm all about it. The, the more crazy aliens I get in star Wars, the happier I am. Yes. And sometimes star Wars kind of drifts away from that a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like, we've never quite well until Canto bite. We never really had anything that really ever matched the cantina. Yep. For, for right. diversity of just, just this, you you can't even catch them all the first time you watch it. There's so many aliens there, and so getting you know this shot. I mean, these are great looking. I don't I don't know what the do we know what they're called yet? These people are called yet? Yeah, it said mm-hmm. the article said. Hang on, let me find it. Um, that, funny you say that. 
because like to me and I was talking about talking to Jerry in our, on our first episode anyone listening go tune in um after this of course but uh on our first episode <laughs> we mentioned how return of the jedi to me and this is my personal opinion is the most star wars star wars movie yes because of the the java sequence i mean like mm-hmm. a new hope oh. set that up empire strikes back kind of didn't really touch on the aliens too much except for the bounty hunter section but right. then when you go and watch return of the jedi i mean it's just this it's incredible because it kind of builds. You got the Gamorrean guards mm-hmm. and you got the little guy at the beginning and you got yeah. Bit Fortuna. And then you walk in and it's just creatures everywhere. And it's, yeah. you know, I love it. I, that's, I love that movie for that reason, really. Yeah. Right. It's so odd. It's, it's not, it's such an offbeat movie anyway. It's kind of like just a part one and a part two. There's no real middle you could say you know right, right. <laughs> so i did miss this you know i guess um because now that i'm now that i'm looking at it I, apparently this has been known for a while those are the the aki aki right and uh what do y'all think about having another desert planet in star wars <laughs> there was like a meme on on uh twitter the other day i think it was uh, a guy kind of looking over a table at like a delicious looking pork sandwich or something and it said <laughs> he, he, over his head it said uh, Lucasfilm and over the sandwiches said desert planet. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, there's even a line in one of the books. And, and of course, Canon junkie would, would say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, one of the books, uh, talks about how there, something is almost as numerous as the desert planets in the galaxy or something. So mm-hmm. obviously there's a lot of really hot planets out mm-hmm. there, or even, I'm sorry, you know, Jetta was like a, a, a wintry desert, which was kind of different. Yeah. But also the same. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Yeah. And and I don't know. I never the whole desert planet thing never bothered me. But like the you know, it's it's just to me, to me, I love Tatooine and I actually like, you know, um, Jakku now. Mm -hmm. And I think when they keep introducing more and more and more, it does make the universe feel bigger. Yeah. But hopefully we'll get a little bit more. Kind of like Jetta had, like a little bit more rocky structures instead of it all just right. being like Jakku mm-hmm. or Tatooine. Right, and well, that's yeah. what it, that's really what it looks like so far. Yeah, exactly. If, if you remember that shot of Poe and uh, and Finn in the trailer, yeah, um, right. um, was it uh, Poe is standing up on top of some mm-hmm. kind of rock spire that almost looks like something from Geonosis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's it's it, it felt very prequel esque, and so mm-hmm. I, I, you know, at least they each of those planets has like their own gimmick, right? Yeah. Right. So I mean, yeah. there at least there at least we can di- differentiate uh, between that. But yeah, I don't know. It's it, it is kind of funny though. Yeah. Sometimes I really kind of wanted them to go back to Tatooine, but it doesn't look like that's what they're going to do. Right. I thought that, or even with the you know with the reveal of Palpatine at Palpatine's cackle at the mm-hmm. end, um, I, I thought it was going to be Jakku based on the, I don't know how many uh, you, you guys have read the uh, aftermath series, correct? Correct. Okay, yeah, yeah. That last book on Jakku, there was kind of some weird stuff going on with Palpatine yeah. and his observatories and stuff on there. So I thought, oh, this is cool. I didn't think JJ would go there, but and, and I was correct. He's not going to go there. But that's okay. <laughs> and, it's, and you know, that's the thing. I really hope with this movie. Now, of course, we can get to a huge debate on how long we want this movie to be. But like, honestly, I if they go from planet to planet to planet i mean it really they really could end up doing some pretty radical things it's hopefully true. by the end of this movie and i don't like to read into the rumors but you know i'm sure there are some out there already that are like oh they're gonna go back here and do this and do that and do this so uh, i'm 
it's just another planet to me. You know, I'm excited we get it. I'm excited we get new species. Mm -hmm. And apparently there's a really huge, like, like chase scene or something. So like I, I'm I'm very That looks excited. cool too. Yeah. That looks so cool. Oh, and the, the skiffs or something right. and like jetpack stormtroopers. Oh and my it was, goodness. It, it looks wild. Nice to... It looks like Mad Max in setting yes. Star yes. Wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what the say. world needs like... is more of Mad Max than Star Wars. Oh, exactly. I, honestly I think when we go to watch this in December, guys, uh, that we're going to grab the edge of our, our, our armrest and we, we're going to not let go until the very end. We're, we're going to break the armrests off. This movie's <laughs> going to be so intense. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty I excited, even, yeah. for sure. I, I agree. And this is one thing that I, I love about the sequels are you don't know where they are going to go. You know what I mean? Like, right. you don't. Yeah. You've got all these, like, the prequels were wonderful. And I, I was young okay. when I saw them in theaters. And the original trilogy is great. But when I was sitting there with The Last Jedi, I just kept thinking, how much more can you do? Mm-hmm. Like, how, like... Oh my, like this already completely just made it. It was incredible to me, but like how much more can you really do? And then we got a whole nother movie and they're going to go even further. It's just, that's what I love about seeing these pictures in general is because my brain starts to wander and like it, you know, it, it kind of lets you escape for a second and really think about this stuff because I mean, this is it. They, they made it very clear. This is it. And in the article, they said the same thing. This is it. Like no more Skywalkers. Yeah. Right. Did y'all read the article? Crazy. Yes. I did. It's been a, it's been a spell, but I did read the article. It was extensive. That thing was huge. Yeah, it really was. Took me all day. I was reading through it and it was like, okay. And you're like, are you almost done? I was like, nope. About halfway. Yeah. Me too. It was like a 20 minute read, like for real. Like it was forever long. And I was happy for it because it was informative. And I did love how JJ was like, you know what? I'm going to do it my way. Like yeah. I've right. been, it, they handed the baton back to me and I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to get weird with it. And I'm like, that's just so perfect because he deserves that, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the yes. Force Awakens. I love that movie, but I mean, it definitely was like, all right, here's our precious child that we just spent $4 billion on. Make yes. sure it doesn't get hurt. You know? And right. you're like, okay. Do the and same. No one, yeah. Exactly. No one do liked the, the ones that came before it. So hopefully you can uh, <laughs> right. make this a pretty good, good luck, you know? And you're like, right. like bye. <laughs> it's just walks away exactly so like like to hear that he's kind of now just like you know what ryan did it i'm gonna do it too so yeah, I, I, I can't wait yeah oh, I, I, can't. I love the article though it's the author of the article is actually he's a writer he's the writer of of the magicians it's uh lev grossman and i just i got a big kick out of just the like snide kind of comments he kept making you know like about building a, a death you know two death stars in the original oh, series yeah. and another death star so hopefully they don't make the same mistake twice twice right. yeah. yeah so it's exactly. definitely worth reading if anybody who hasn't actually read the vanity fair article you can get it on kindle for like five bucks go buy it on a newsstand well, it turned out you get it on Am- from amazon on kindle for a year subscription for five bucks right? yes that's true <laughs> wow well, that's actually excellent nice Yep, because turns out whenever you live in rural Mississippi, and your Walmart doesn't carry Vanity Fair, you're out of luck. <laughs> yeah, sadly, Walmart is the closest thing we have to a bookstore. Um, I, I feel I your can, pain. I, <laughs> I used to I, be. I, I used to understand. <laughs> I just now, whenever I moved to Michigan with my wife, is the first time I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's a there's there's a bookstore right there. It's a, there's a Barnes and Noble in town." And How I never crazy! Went to it, but. But yeah. it's 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 sad. I probably because I'm so used to not having it. So mm-hmm. right. Well, I mean, we live in a town that's currently 
I think the city has like 16,000 people. And now 15 years ago, it was almost 25,000 people. And Mm. we lost all of our jobs. We lost all our... our, Including our bookstore. (laughs) We had three industrial... We had three industrial plants that all picked up and left. And, oh, uh, that's so sad. Just kind of drive the town up, but uh, of course, new things are coming. Marisha's working on a movie, and they're talking sure. about filming as many as five here next year. So, wow, Ooh. that's, that's the thing. awesome. The South, for some reason, has become this hub of movies, and I really wish Louisiana. Oh, this is this is me getting personal. I really <laughs> wish Louisiana would take the tax. I mean, would take the taxation away again because, like it, yeah, that they were. That's we we were starting to get real big movies in Louisiana where, and Hammond and all these areas. I'm Baton Rouge. I'm, okay. I'm Baton Rouge native. Yeah. All right. And I'm every from New time, Orleans. Oh, okay. So. See, every time y'all mention it on the show, I'm like, oh, these my people. These, this is my kin. You know. Yes. I know these. These my people. Yes. But like, uh, <laughs> anyway. So like, you know, to, I really, it, it's just so much going on with filming now, and and I'm, I'm happy to hear Mississippi might be the next hub for it. So, All right. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's cool. cool. You're so close to your big break there, Scotty. Yeah, that's it, right? So close. You can come stay with us in Natchez and get your Excellent. break in the movies oh, here. Natchez? <laughs> oh, Natchez is a wonderful city. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. See, a lot you, of history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful town. A lot of incredible history on the river there oh it, it's that's awesome i did not know that okay cool sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah no funny story that's how we landed here like andrew's from here but we moved here because it was cool like exactly. my, my family my my mom and my sister were like oh this looks like a fun place to live and so we moved here <laughs> that's awesome yeah. that's awesome did anybody else have any comments oh marisha what was your favorite shot my favorite shot I, I think i have to go with the lightsaber shot the ray and uh and kylo lightsaber yes. shot i think it's, that's my it's favorite. a really cool shot i wouldn't mind having that shot on the wall as a nice nice shot to add to his to vast collection of star wars art that's already hanging on our walls <laughs> my friends are all like i can't believe you let him hang that up in your living room <laughs> like, and i want to say are you kidding she helped pick it out exactly <laughs> she got it framed that's <laughs> yeah, awesome it's terrific oh it's awesome all right uh kind of the next thing i had on the list are either of y'all i mean are, are y'all gamers at all well i just I, I used a to Nintendo be. switch so okay I, i've unfortunately fallen orders not coming out in the switch but i play nintendo stuff so i'm all into like zelda and mario okay. but oh i love it I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna watch all the gameplay of this game. This game, <laughs> oh man, Fallen Order, y'all looks incredible. I, I play a lot of Battlefront. Okay. Uh, on, uh, I, I'm like, I'm the last person playing Star Wars Battlefront two right now. I think <laughs> it's fun. It's fun just running around. You and, and my nephew. Details now. My seven year old nephew. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> Jerry, oh, that's so... who keeps killing me. Okay. <laughs> Jerry, are you talking about the one from? Uh, you talking about the one from 2005? You just got that one. Yeah, it's great. No, it's, no, no, no. Yeah, the the the, the one from uh, uh, yeah, well, you know, a couple years ago. So <laughs> I, I don't know. My brain just uh, uh, stopped working right there. Um, no, dude, uh, I am. I'm more like one of the last people playing that. But uh, yeah. I, I definitely, I got to see that uh, that gameplay footage on Sunday, and awesome. yes, it was pretty cool. That was, that was pretty great. I mean, mm-hmm. the first what is it, story based? That we've had. I mean, I mean, besides Battlefront Two. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, and I mean, you only got like what, maybe four hours of gameplay of story mode on that. Yeah. Right. Right. So I mean, it, yeah, it wasn't very much at all. They're they're taking a pretty good, pretty big risk on this game. I mean, 
linear stories have not been the most popular video games in a while. I mean, it's all about multiplayer right now and, and, uh, our RPG, you know, RPGs and things like that. And I'm, I'm really excited that they're doing a linear story. I mean, being able to play through a canon story is. That's awesome. It's awesome. And I mean, it's, it's really a throwback and I hope it does really well. I mean, it looks amazing. I'm excited about the story. Um, I mean, we kind of, it's an era that we still don't know just a whole lot about. Yeah. Really the only insight into that era is the Kanan comic book. Yep. Exactly. The first. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if y'all had watched it and I'm, I'm kind of, I like going on Reddit and like looking at all the analyzations people have made. There is one like screenshot and it's real. I, I, I like saw, the tra- saw it in the trailer where he's boarding an AT-18 and he's walking through a swamp and there is a TIE fighter being chased by an LAAT, which is like the clone ship dropper yes, from Attack yes. of the Clones. And I was like, I would have never, and I, I'm getting chills talking about it. Thinking of seeing that visual, I was like, "There's no way they're really doing that," but they are, and I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm getting chills talking about it. that. Is such a interesting like thing to even contemplate that they would even do that, but it makes sense. Apparently, Rex took the chip out of his head, and I'm sure he might have got other clone troopers to do it too. So I, I really yeah. want to see where this goes. Yeah, that's... who we're fighting against and who are they fighting against? It's it's going to get very interesting. I just have to work on buying the actor as a Jedi and not as the Joker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, that's why I'm lucky. I guess that I didn't watch that show because I, I was just like, Oh, okay. Uh, Jedi. Great. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kind of threw me for a loop. The first interview I saw, I was like, Oh wow. Wait, we have to, he has to be a good guy now. It was like whenever you first saw Siler as Mr. Spock, it was like, wait a second. <laughs> I have to work on this for a second. Yeah. It's like, no, don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to steal your powers. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, awesome. So, yeah, I mean, that was a great shot. And I, I'm wondering, because that's kind of the, the missing piece is what happened to the separatists. Yeah. You know, kind of oh, in right. the wake of the fall of, mm-hmm. you know, as everything, as the Republic fell and the Empire rose, like, we know that the separatist, the separatist, at least a lot of them eventually formed the, you know, became part yeah. of the rebellion. Well, and but, they killed off all, yeah. you know, that's the first thing that Darth Vader did was went and killed off all the separatist leaders on Mustafar. Right. Exactly. Right. So, because that's, that's part of the interesting thing. And we'll get to that in a minute with uh, the Cassie and Andor series is, mm-hmm. yes. you know, the, you know, that he grew up as a kid as a separatist, a separatist fighter. Yeah. Oh, yes. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this story. I haven't been ex- I haven't been really excited about a story only game in a long time, but I'm really excited about this one. Me um, too. And of course, I'm glad Saw Gerrera's back. And apparently, nice. I kind of saw some stuff earlier to make me believe that we're going to kind of get some other characters thrown in here hmm. that they haven't told us about yet. I hope so. I really do. More blending of the eras and and mm-hmm. just different mediums as well is all i can say i just the more of that that we get the better i just i love seeing all of it come together like you were yeah. talking about the the gunship the clone gunship mm-hmm. chasing the tie fighter uh, give me more characters from different mediums and, mm-hmm. and eras and, yeah. and put them together right. i, I want to yeah. see those interactions yeah i mean you could get let's see this is where this is set you could get a young cassian for sure yes era yeah you could Possibly get uh, oh uh, Infus Nest. Ooh, that'd be great. From so yeah, that mother. would because she's connected with Saw actually. Wow. That's right. Yeah. If you uh, read the 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 novelization, 
of the movie. That's who she wow. sold the coaxium to. Exactly. Right. That's so. right. <clears throat> wow. There's yeah. a lot. I mean, I didn't think about how much potential there could be for crossover characters, and yeah. that is that and is even, wild. You know, even in the Cassian Andor series too. You know, yeah. but you know what would be cool is if they ended up having. I'm I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the actor's name who plays Calcastus. Um, but if they if he even entered into possibly one of the other series or something, like I would yeah. be up for that too. Depending depending on where his story goes, of course. Yeah, uh, in the game. So that would be awesome. And like, of course, I mean, Solo kind of opened this up. We could probably have Maul building up his little criminal mo- criminal world. Yeah, right. That's, that dang, I, I really, I guess, all I thought about was Saul. That's pretty cool, you know. I mean, this is awesome. And then, right. and then, <laughs> boom! Like, wait, there's just so much more that really could happen. And then, you know, there's a vast world. Yeah, of these crazy characters. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. Well, it's. it's I remember seeing about the time we first started our podcast and some big publication ran with an article that was, you know, Lucasfilm running out of ideas. It was like, that's the most <laughs> insane thing I've ever heard in my life. It's yeah. like, this is the one of the most massive sandboxes that anybody's ever created. Exactly. The, the, the potential is, is literally endless to create movies yeah. in this universe. And, you know, and it's like this game, you kind of start thinking about all the people that could pop up and it's like, holy crap it's like yeah. because we don't have anything to fill out this era no it, it, right. it, it's it's just so insane to and this kind of gets back on like a soapbox but like why do people petition to like get rid of kathleen kennedy change the ending of game of thrones like you know like <laughs> it, you know this is their art to do right really this is not our art we are consumers we are not creators if we were creators we'd be the ones writing it you know it's well, it's wild. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I'm trying to remember who said it. Um, what's well, Ken Knapsack? I, I'm sorry. I, I listen to a lot of Ken Knapsack mm-hmm. stuff. I just think he's, he's got a fantastic voice in the fandom. But he, uh, he said, you know, I have my theories and I have the things I want to happen. But whatever happens in the movie, to me, I go, well, that's history. That's what happened. Yep. And then I, I, if I don't like it, then, well, that, that's history. And then I move yeah. on to the things that I do like. Right. Yeah. So, exactly. Which is, you know, again, we, it's okay to not like things, and, but, anyway, right. Well, it's know, kind of the we, same we thing as, you know, now. I mean, the expanded universe kind of falls into that realm. Were either of y'all expanded universe readers at all? Uh, a few oh. things. I, Darth Plagueis uh, mm-hmm. is probably the best one I read. Okay. Yeah. In my in my opinion. I um bought the audiobook to Heir to the Empire. Yep. And um. Of course, it's got uh, Mark Thompson doing everything for it, and it was like yeah. it was the first Star Wars audiobook I listened to mm-hmm. because I heard Thrawn was coming back, and I'm like, I I don't know anything about oh, this character. Right. Let's get this audiobook, and by God, I mean, wow, that was a <laughs> that was an inc- it was an odd story. It felt a little Star Trekky to me. Mm-hmm. It was still good, don't get me wrong, and that was like a 13 hour audiobook. I mean, mm-hmm. like it was an epic, but. It really did make me fall in love with the Thrawn character. I'm yeah. ups- I love yes. that character. Yeah, and, I mean that trilogy. And, if you don't get that trilogy, you may not even get the expanded universe. I mean that's exactly that's real. I mean that was the launch point. And if it yeah, failed, right. then they'd have probably just Star said, Wars? you know what, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even on the movies too. You know, they probably yeah. just been like, yeah. we probably it, wouldn't have had the the prequels even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and. That's the only EU that I've really deep dived into. And like mm-hmm. I was invested in that and it was good. 
yeah. was so good. You should come to Dragon Con. Timothy Zahn is always there. Yep. Yes. I'm really oh. contemplating going to more cons, too, anyway. Yeah. It's just, I got like a little bug, well, and they, I'm like, I got no more. Apparently, a lot of the authors really like Dragon Con. Yeah, they had a bunch of last year, authors. I'm trying to remember who all was there. I know we had Timothy e. Zahn. E.K. Johnston was there. Uh, Kevin Zahn. J. Anderson. Michael Stackpole, Christy Golden, E.K. Johnston. Mm-hmm. There was cool. some, there was one other, and I mean that was one panel. And then there was the guy who wrote for Rebels. Oh yeah, Gilroy. Oh Gilroy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh and oh that's the one in Georgia, right? Yeah, that's yeah. one in Atlanta. Honestly, that's that's the one that Star that that uh yeah. Alex and Molly go to all the yeah. time. Star Wars explained. They're always plugging it. Yeah, and, yeah. Dragon Con. Well, see, Dragon Con's different. Like, it's not owned by a, a company. It's fan owned. Mm-hmm. And every that's, year they pick a charity. The proceeds all go to whatever charity awesome. they pick for the year. Oh, it that's is awesome. If you like cons, it should be on your bucket list. It's the largest fan convention in the world. Wow. And it. I mean, and it's one of those things. Like, you can go, and they've got what, Marisha? Like, probably forty or fifty different yeah. tracks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a podcast track. You can spend the whole weekend just doing podcast stuff. Wow. They have Ooh. a Star Wars track, uh, track, high fantasy, uh, like RPG, and then, anime. I mean, just everything you can think of mm-hmm. has its own track. And you can you can just, you could show up and just do, do it as a Star Wars con or just any of those tracks. You Dang. can show up and spend four oh, days wow. just doing that thing. That's awesome. I heard That's it's kind of like Mardi Gras too. I heard it gets pretty lit. I it, heard it gets pretty It's pretty, pretty wild. wild, and they literally have stuff because it's not a company, and they it's not in a convention center. It's Two hosted. Hotels. There's four or five, I guess, five host hotels. Mm-hmm. Wow! And so it spills out into the street, and so you're just because you're constantly moving back and forth between all these hotels. Yeah. And we don't ever I, do any of the lit stuff, though, because we have kids. <laughs> you, have little, you have little ones. I, I was going to say, yeah. I have a two-year-old, so I, I, the, the litness to me sounds like, you know, <laughs> uh, unlighting the lights and going to sleep. So. Right, exactly. But it's, yeah, that's it's, us, too. It's one that's uh, definitely worth checking out if you ever get the chance, just because there's so much going on. I took my, my brother had never been to a con, and we stay with him in Atlanta when we go out there. And nice. I was like, he let us stay the first year we went, and I was like, let me buy you tickets for next year. And so yeah. I got him tickets and he came and he was like, I could just sit here the whole weekend and just watch people walk by. Mm-hmm. It's okay. because it's probably, it's definitely one of the biggest cosplay conventions out there too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they have like six or seven cosplay competitions. Yep. A lot. That's awesome. And we're going to win one of them this year by golly. <laughs> That's my Do current it. goal in life. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, so. It's it. They had a lot of fun. They actually had a couple of Star Wars author panels yeah. last year, and several of them were were EU writers. And you know, Andrew's from the Dark Ages. Whenever the EU was Star Wars, and so exactly. that was his big. You know, that's what he did when he was, um, you know, back before there was well, my, a prequel trilogy. Right. Well, my dad. My dad had a rule. I always had to have a book that I was reading. Dang, that's and awesome. So. And I mean, he would bring me, he'd bring me home the new Star Wars or the new Star Trek novel or oh, just cool. whatever. So, I mean, I was, I always was reading something. I read a lot of Star Wars, <laughs> a lot of Star Wars books. Um, and, and that was kind of what I was getting at there was like, I know there are people, I, I know people personally that just, they refuse to like the new Star Wars stuff because the EU was kind of pushed aside. But it's, uh, 
it's a real shame they're missing out on more good Star Wars by doing that. And yeah, um, yeah. And they're they're continuing to draw stuff back in all the time. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah. Well, it, it almost becomes like a, a choose your own adventure story at that point, doesn't it? Too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it doesn't having have moving it outside of the main canon doesn't it shouldn't lower your enjoyment of those books. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. If, it, if they're good me. books, if they're good books, enjoy them. That's why right. I approached it the way I did. Cause I knew it'd be, it's not something I'm going to have to like, Oh, like register this into your mind, Scott. But it was one of those. I'm like, I could really just kind of sit back and see where this goes. And it really went at an, an interesting route with the Islamari and, you know, everything being mm-hmm. that they're, they could stop the force. It was odd. I liked it though. It yeah. was just not, it just it felt like it was fresh. I liked it. So. I, I really enjoyed the books right up to the Yuzon Vong. Yeah. And it just That's kind of say. something changed in the tone of the Star Wars books and I I kind of lost interest. But that's about the time I got really into the Dune books, you know, Frank Herbert's mm-hmm. Dune and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of slowly drifted away into other other books and other, yeah. other fandoms. Other nerdy things. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things they talked about, kind of the last thing I want to talk about about the Vanity Fair stuff was um, there was a little talk in there about how they're handling uh, bringing Princess Leia back. Oh, yeah, let me find the... I screenshotted a whole bunch of quotes. Just here. in general, how do y'all feel about the way that the Leia thing is being handled? I love it's it. It's honestly... The way that I, I, I yeah, I, I love it. Too. I, I was kind of thinking they always would do it kind of like that. I, mm-hmm. I know they had said that we're not going to recreate her with CGI like Tarkin and things like that. I, I, I always thought, well, well, with technology these days, you could basically Photoshop her out of those scenes, put her in different clothes. <laughs> right. I Legit. mean, and like they said, they were putting her, her actual face. So you get her performance on a body double, mm-hmm. which is still, I mean, it's like, that's basically Christopher Lee's fight in attack of the clones. Right. Right. Is, yeah, is exactly. that's, that's not him. And well, the man I think walked with a cane at that time. Didn't yeah. He? Right. Yeah. We talked um, about that. Have y'all seen that the cut that they've like recut the Darth Vader and Obi-Wan mm-hmm. fight? Yeah. You know, it's like they used existing footage, but they did like I like added in all this other stuff. I kind of feel yeah. like that's kind of what right. it reminded me of. And um, and if someone can do that and not be a part of ILM, right. that kind of shows that it can be done exactly and done fluently, not <laughs> like, mm-hmm. right? Like well, just and seeing like the things that Marvel's doing. The thing that I found out after uh, after Endgame that kind of blew my mind the uh, the quantum armor that they all wear mm-hmm. the white armor. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. It was put on them digitally. I know. I, I wow. heard that. And it, I did it blew not my know mind. that. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. They there was no. They, the... they didn't build the armor. They literally. It's a digital build. That's crazy. Holy wow! That looks so fluent. Yeah. The, the the Iron Man suit even in in Endgame wasn't yes. even there. Right. I mean that was that was a suit. So it was Spider Man suit. It, it's just kind of crazy what they can do now. Um. Funny, y'all all bring that up. But I was thinking about what with, with with Tarkin, and of course, you know, we all know. Uh, um, I'd like uh, Peter Cushing's dead. We've known that. Like we, as fans, we know that. Right. When I went and saw Rogel with my mom, she was like, "Wow, you know that that guy really held up." I'm like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> you know. And he goes, "Was he in like the? Did they like put a lot of makeup on him back in the old?" said, "No, that man was like 63 in 1977." Like, what? Right. And she, she, it didn't even register that that it wasn't a real, really someone yeah. there. Wow. You know right. and. And that, and it's just, you know, it's funny to hear, like, a, I would say a layman, because it's not someone who's, like, super, <laughs> you know, I feel like we're 
were apostles for Star right. Wars, but you know, they got they got people that go and see the movies just to see the movies and, and right. how crazy she was one of them. Right. Exactly. And uh-huh. she was she was one of them that was just like, Oh wow, that wasn't real. That's you amazing. Know? That guy really <laughs> held up. <laughs> I yeah, love I think it. That's that was, awesome. I held up and I'm like, he's kind of dead. He, oh, he died wow. like 92. I'm pretty sure, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. But, it was night in the nineties for sure. But it's just, I feel like people, I know everyone probably knows Carrie Fisher's dead, but I'm sure some people are going to go in and be like, wow, mm-hmm. I'm glad she can get her last shots in for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah, can right. really see people like my mom saying that, like, that's cool that they got her, you know, for this last, last one. I'm like, no, right. They did. No, they mom. Didn't. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the, the, J.J. Abrams, his quote, uh, his quote says, talks about figuring out how to create a puzzle based on the pieces we had. And I feel like that's just, I love that kind of image of like, okay, here's all of our pieces. Now let's like. Right around it. Mm-hmm. Let's like, now we have to finish this giant epic story around these puzzle pieces. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, like, Lord bless him. Cause. <laughs> exactly. I don't even know how like he. Right. But it really you makes you think about the force awakens and and what they could have left out that was that mm-hmm. could allow for even if it's a five minute scene just like our final send-off or it could be a 20 minute segment or several different mm-hmm. segments i don't know it's what could they have recorded so much of to be like this will work mm-hmm. which just blows right. my mind yeah you're dealing with princess leia she's the first hero we were ever introduced to like yeah. you are this is not you know this is not a bigs or uh, mm-hmm. or Dak, you know, or or uh, Wedge. This is like huge. So yeah. I, I'm just excited to hear about what the non-fans say, just as much as the, what the fans mm-hmm. have to yeah. say. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes I, and sometimes I want to hear what people who aren't quite so heavily invested in it as I am think. Yeah, um, exactly. That's actually my little brother that that comes on. I mean, he's a Star Wars fan, but you know, everything. Every time I'm saying, "Well, this came out a couple of weeks ago," he's like, oh, "I didn't know that." <laughs> Yeah, like exactly. he, he just doesn't keep up with it, and uh, he has an interesting perspective. That's why he's on the show because he, and because he he's way that funnier perspective. than us. Yeah, and he, he does add an awful lot of humor to the show, <laughs> especially since he gets the best reactions out of Daniel. Yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> um, if you go back and find our episode where we ranked our favorite Star Wars movie, where we ranked the Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. there were eight movies at the time, I guess. Or mm-hmm. that was before Solo. So I guess they're counting Rogue One. There were nine movies. And I'm pretty sure only like six of Robbie's were actually movies. Yeah. He had like a video <laughs> game in there. Yeah. Because he, he had, um, oh, what is it? Um, he had Shadows of the Empire as like his number three. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I love that. I need to go listen to that. That's that is fantastic. And so every time he does something like that, you can just hear Daniel just groan. <laughs> that doesn't count, he says. <laughs> Hi, Daniel. We love you. <laughs> so before we go, I've kind of been, as we have more people on, I, something to kind of consistently do as we have more people on. Y'all be the first people to do the three questions. We've all done them as different episodes, but um, basically I'll go ahead and give you all three and give you a chance to think about them. It's your favorite hero, your favorite villain, and your favorite Star Wars ship. Oh, favorite hero, favorite villain, and favorite ship. Okay. Oh, this is tough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're like me, if you're like me, it, it fluctuates. So I think I know. It's like when we do it with the when we do these with the kids on the Padawan Report show. I just say, which one is your favorite right now? (laughs) Spoiler alert! Um, It's the one they most recently watched. Exactly, (laughs) Jerry. 
Yes. Can I try guessing yours? Uh, yeah, go Ooh. for it. But, but mine is kind of a fluctuating list, too. Okay. So let's, let's go for it. Let's see if you can uh, guess what I'm right now. I think I can do your favorite hero. Okay. okay. Lay it on I me. Think, I think because we discussed it a little bit. A little bit. Uh, oh, Crate Luke. In particular, when Luke was on Crate. Mm. Oh, I, I I love just that look of Luke, and that yeah. that's one of that that honestly Luke on crate and his interaction with Kylo uh, is is now one of my favorite sequences and scenes in all of yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, um, everything about that I love, but sadly, my friend, no, not not this time, <laughs> not um, today. <laughs> yours isn't crate, Luke, is it? No, oh, darn, I'm <laughs> terrible at this. Okay. No, let's see. Um, I, Honestly, and I, I feel like I've been this way for a couple of years. I don't know why. I just like going to, and it's again. I I'm I'm very basic. I love giving. I love vanilla ice cream. Um, <laughs> Han Solo, yeah. I think, is possibly my favorite hero. Although there's there's oh man, it it's hard because they all have different things that make them uh, unique and and, and yeah. amazing. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It, there's so many different attributes that I love. like Luke is is always going to be one. I mean, it's Luke Skywalker. Right. You know, yep. but but there's something about Han that like we were talking about earlier, he's like a bad he, he wants to to, you know, have fun, maybe be a pirate. Right. But deep down, he's always going to do the right thing. Because he has he has that strength of character. He just can't right? not. Yeah, I actually right. dug he, out a box a of uh, magazines from the old Star Wars insiders from back in the nineties, and in there I found an old book that came out right before the prequels that was just a book of polls, like where they just <laughs> polled people on different things. And even going back then, Han Solo almost every time in every poll I've yeah. ever seen, even in that one in nineteen ninety eight. Han Solo had like there were like eight on the list, and he was at like forty five percent. Wow! And I and so I think that with Han Twitter. with Han he's relatable. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because you can because he is flawed, and with Luke you kind of almost have. I mean, up until the last, you know, we see him in the Last Jedi where we finally realize that he isn't this perfect. But until the, up to that point, he's kind of a Superman kind of character, and mm-hmm. he's just. A little Strength, bit unrelatable. Justice in there, the Jedi way. <laughs> there's yeah. just this little bit of him that's a little bit unrelatable. Right. Truth, justice, not strength. Truth, justice in the Jedi way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Han Solo. What about your favorite villain? Okay, favorite villain. Oh my goodness. You know, again with the fluctuating answers and stuff. You know, but part of me, part of me right now, kind of leans toward. And this is a weird answer because he he could end up switching teams as Kylo Ren. And I don't know, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of open to, I like to say I'm one with the force. I want to see where the story goes. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be upset either way, I don't think. Um, I was hardcore, though, that he was going to, like, stay 100% bad. Uh, Mm. But I'm not so sure these days with, with, you know, old cackles uh, Ah, coming out of nowhere and things of that nature. Right. well, but, I think the new title not, drop throws a lot of people's uh, assumptions into disarray as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right. But, but you know, if he turns, you know, it, it, it's Kylo right now, but I'd probably put Palpatine because it's just, it's hard not to, yeah. to put old Palps in there. Good old, yeah. good old Uncle Palps. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that creepy uncle that you just didn't realize how creepy he was. <laughs> exactly. Hey, exactly. Hey, kids, you want a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> 
come around here. I've got a beer for you. Anyway, one of those, one of those guys. You know, okay, come to my trunk. I've got a dead raccoon. Anyway, that's just. I, I love saying weird, mundane things in the Palpatine voice. It's the most fun ever. Oh, so. It's pretty good, Jerry. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you good. very much. We should, we should have a segment. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Checking in with Uncle Palps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And your favorite ship. <laughs> favorite ship. I'm telling you guys, I love the vanilla ice cream. My favorite ship is the Falcon. Oh, yes. Every mm-hmm. every iteration you. too. Every iteration too. I mean, I I love what they did with with it in Solo. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That they just it, it's like, of course, when when Lando had it, he'd be that guy who was out like buffing it, like you know, every <laughs> right. like Sunday, you know, like oh no, I got like uh, crap, you know, I got Minoc Minoc crap on the right. window here. I got to wipe it off, you know. Um, just oh, I don't know. Uh, the Falcon is just so iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that it was modeled after a a hamburger with an olive on the side of yeah. it, and it still is like one of the coolest things ever, it's is mind blowing. It's just hard to it's hard to beat that. Right. Hey, Scotty, if I stole your answers, any no, of them? you you didn't. You didn't. okay? I was gonna no, say you could. You okay. can just make fun of me on the next podcast. So <laughs> perfect. Now I'm interested to hear what yours are then. So. Um. Okay. My favorite hero is Watto. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm completely kidding. Yeah. No, it's not Watto. Um, hero. I, Plus defined hero. Mind <laughs> tricks gonna work on me. Um, there's a, I mean, I mean, I could always go on and on. I, I do really enjoy Ray at this point. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Whenever I see your face, I, something about it gets emotional because I know there's a lot of little girls out there that are, that are, that will look up to her one day yes. and, and do right now. And like, there's something about that that like entices me because back in the day, I would have, I had my best friend Olivia that we grew up together and we'd go see the Star Wars movies and it was awesome, but she could never be a character except mm-hmm. for Leia and Padme, who are great, strong female characters. And I, and I respect them all the matter, but they never touched a lightsaber. So finally, to have yep. a yes. female hero that is the main character of the lightsaber has meant a lot to me in the past. Four the years. biggest one on the poster. That's, yes, yeah. and it gets me. It gets me giddy for every for my future descendants and and people that I know and like, especially at celebration. And they do that. Oh, it literally makes me cry every time. Is when they do that hype that that recap video at the end and all these little girls dressed as Ray. I'm yeah. like, that is so so that many is, rays. Yes, exactly. It was and it's awesome. It's, well, that's kind and of I'm the sure thing at, at at every because you know I grew up with the originals. I was you know I was born yeah. about the time Return of the Jedi was one of the first movies I remember because I was three years yeah. old when it came out, and something new has made me fall in love with Star Wars at every era, and yes, Ray at the point where I've got I guess when the first one came out where I had what a five and a three year old daughter yeah. Mm. And, you know, so, I mean, that one, you know, that, that's a huge one. And, and that was really part of what made me fall in love with this new era of Star Wars was exactly. knowing that my kids had that. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, that that's exactly. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's OK. I, I, I'm sure I will agree with, say, say it, Jerry. I'm sure I will well, agree exactly what you say. Well, I, just everything you were saying is exactly like, like Andrew, you as well. And, and, and Marisha, you, you know, you guys have little girls. You know, I, I have a little one. This is my, my first little one. 
Mm-hmm. And she's already, the force is already strong with her. She already loves Chewbacca. She loves Rey. She, you know, we have the hero saber. Uh, we won, we actually won it from the resistance broadcast, but uh, uh, she, it's hers now. And it's, it's Rey's lightsaber and she has Rey's lightsaber. And she's just, I'm so excited for the, the, that there are so many female uh, heroes that she can look up to now, mm-hmm. uh, even, even That's with awesome. the, with you know, and you don't have to like it or whatever, but I'm just so excited that she has things like, uh, and sorry to go to Marvel and stuff like, but Captain Marvel and like yeah. that, that scene, that scene in Avengers Endgame, and I know I'm going super off the rails here, uh, where all the the women characters got together mm-hmm. brought tears to my me and my wife's eyes. It's awesome. My, my wife is has never really been into this stuff, but she she's a casual fan of all this stuff. And she goes, right. it's just so awesome to be able to see. I, I never thought how much I wanted to see myself on screen doing things like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it's very empowering. And I'm so excited that that there is that yeah. for these girls. It, it is amazing. So it is sorry. amazing. That's Off why I chose. That's, no, I chose Ray because in and she's a great character. Mm-hmm. I mean. At at no point have I looked at Way and been like, "You're a complete rehash of someone." You really hate. Yeah. She isn't. She isn't because she's not a little. Luke's kind of a wimp. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> but he's. I don't want to go. I want to say Tashi Station. Yeah, and he just yeah. how he is. But Ray is resilient. Yeah. Ray mm-hmm. is is admirable. Ray is is just a powerful character. And even if mm-hmm. it wasn't a female and it was a male, I would still think that's my favorite hero right now because yeah. it's just a good character. Yes. Um, now, parallel that, my favorite villain, I think I told you earlier, is Thrawn. He just is. Okay. And oh, yeah. I don't think it's going to change because there's very few characters like that I can look at and like you are so unique mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not not of this Star Wars world that you're a strategist rather than an actual, you know, like, I'm just going to go out there and kill him. Because I love Krennic for that reason, but mm. I don't <laughs> right. think he's my favorite because <laughs> Krennic's so hot-headed. And usually every Star Wars villain, even Vader is hot-headed and the emperor yeah. i mean every one of them is hot-headed but thrawn is the only one that i'm like if i could be a villain i'd be thrawn i yeah. mean he's just right. so, You'd be it's, he's so cool <laughs> right yeah. he's, he's like an interesting combination of like sun Tzu and rommel yeah. exactly and and he's just uh he's just so you believe him but and the blue. best thing is and, ex- and exactly and and like in his and his stories, all of his men and all of his troopers and and everyone that follows him really believes in him. And yeah. unlike Vader, Vader rules through fear. Uh, the M- M- I guess the Imperial officers are just kind of I guess there are they're kind of just morons. But like you know, <laughs> he's the only one that I'm like I if I if he was my leader, I would follow him because he yeah. just knows what he's doing and he doesn't sacrifice people. I don't know. I love that character yeah. because it's. He's not really a villain because he fights for what he believes. Right. You know? Right. He's not he, – he just happens to be employed by a, a pretty tyrannical officer and group of people that he has to enforce. But um, And to play into the – I guess the imp- imperial side of me, I love – and it's not a really cool ship. It's just the design is so cool. It's the uh, imperial shuttle. In, in Return of the Jedi, Ooh. that is such a good design, and I don't know why. It's the fact that the wings fold down, and I like the U-wing for that same reason. Yeah, the U-wing is just it folds back. It's so clever, mm. and yeah. I think I think there's something about really good designs. Like any ship that can fold is like <laughs> interesting. Like X-wing is super cool. Folding um, is and, better than not folding. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
I love the Falcon because the Falcon can spin on like a kind of like a you know while the cockpit stays the same. I love that, um, and I love X wings, A wings. Don't interest me. Y wings <laughs> don't interest me. I guess it's the ships that can actually change shape. Like the Slave One's kind of cool because it can do a little bit of a change in shape, but it's not. It's not as the, the I don't know. The shuttle is just a cool design. It's just it reminds me of uh, Luke's um, Skyhopper. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one shot, and he's playing with the ball. <laughs> it. It's just you know, it's just a, it's, and Krennic's Krennic's ship. Ooh, don't even get me started. And Kylo's Ooh. ship. They're all just they're all models off that right same yeah. shot. Same. So. Right. They're just they're just so simple and and I don't know they just they look like something that could really exist too. Yeah, especially definitely. just the Imperial shuttle like I've always thought that, that that's like yeah that's like the most real world like I could see like something that, that flying around that, mm-hmm. yeah I agree it's very grounded it's, it's it kind of equal parts imposing and cool and also like that's viable yes yes Yes, yeah. completely. All right. Did anybody have anything they wanted to, Marisha? Did you have anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, uh, I guess that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Marisha, what do you have out there on the internet you'd like people to check out? Well, I have an Instagram page. I haven't worked on it because I've been doing alterations for a movie, but it's princesses underscore and underscore Padawans. And I'm on Instagram and also princessesandpadawans.com. Okay. And uh, Scotty and Jerry, where can people find y'all and... Uh, where can they find your new podcast? Ooh, um, currently for the podcast, we're, we're actually we're going to discuss this in the next couple of days, but it'll probably drop on YouTube first, and then I'll probably back catalog it through uh, maybe Podbean or, or whatever other third-party group that can do it. But um, uh, yeah, we're we're the Bob Bad Cast, Jerry and I, and we're That's we're right. super excited. Find us at um, I'm pretty sure the handle on twitter is well the 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 name is the bombad cast but the actual it's going to be at um it's going to be at bombad cast no the so b-o-m-b-a-d-c-a-s-t awesome jerry right here yeah at bombad cast you are correct sir sorry i was double checking on my phone just so no thank (laughs) oh yeah uh yes yes check us out on the bombad cast uh you know dropping next week my goodness can you believe that like we just decided Crazy. to do this thing a couple of weeks ago and now we're like, all right, well, we're just going to drop an episode. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just been so much fun. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Jerry, uh, cable and you know, I, I go by Canon junkie on Twitter and you can follow me at junkie Canon. I also have a YouTube, uh, channel called Canon junkie. So you can check out the, I have a few videos on there, but I, I'm, I don't know, just something about this, uh, bombad cast that, I don't know if you really want to see my ramblings, or me and Scott's ram, Scotty's ramblings on uh, Star Wars. Check it out; it's it's going to be a fun time. So, and yeah. thank you guys so much. Thank yeah, you for thank having us on. Well, thank you for um, coming. Yeah, no, we had a we it's, had a blast having blast. y'all on, and I uh, hope maybe y'all do it again sometime. Oh, Absolutely, definitely. anytime. And, and we want you we'll on our show. Yes, yeah, we'll get you on our show next time. It'll Perfect. be great. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll even do like a crossover episode. We'll steal all Stilbro's uh, plan for a crossover <laughs> episode. <there. laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Start a start a fire. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, I'm Andrew Gore, and you can find me running the Twitter account for this podcast and for the sciencefictionary.com at sci underscore fictionary. You can find me writing at the sciencefictionary.com. And until we meet again, may the force be with you. 